Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 20 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast. <sighs> Remember, we are young, dumb, and full of... Opinions, man. Opinions. And my name is Adam. I'm Matthew Lynn. I remembered that time. You got it, Adam. <laughs> it took us 20 times. You nailed it, bro. I nailed it, man. I, I knew we'd get it eventually. Dude, we made it to number 20. We made it to number 20. And what's more exciting is we made it to 57 subscribers. Holy shit. It just keeps going up, man. Yeah. It's been a crazy, like, 24 hours. We had... Oh, yeah. We had... By the way, you have all... All of you out there who are listening to this are just fucking amazing. Okay. We, so what was it? We were at, I think, 43, 24 hours ago, and you and I were just like, all right, it's time to get to 50. We just wanted 50. We just wanted 50. And, and then we, you guys didn't stop. Yeah. You just kept going. And we put out we put out a bunch of posts. You're we like, help us out, guys. And people did. And yeah. And it oh, just kept sure going did. up. It Man, is- we can't appreciate it. Or we, we can't say that we're thank you enough. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We we really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. It's it's, it's phenomenal what you're allowing us to do. Oh yeah. And it, you guys really just put us on cloud nine last night also. We were just we were pumping out ideas for content left and right last night. Oh, after. and some ideas were pumped. Oh, we, uh, yes. we got some stuff coming in the future for you guys. Yeah, guys. <laughs> First we'll just let you know be prepared for uh, another update video in the next couple weeks. For sure. For sure. It's time it's time for some updates. It's time for some updates. But for today, for today, it's time for a podcast. It is time for a podcast. And today we are going to be talking about uh, just a few different things under the umbrella of weird and unusual things. Or oh, like, interesting. Yeah, just like, the realm of strange, huh? Yeah, just strange happenings, strange things that people do or say. Oh, I love it. I'm into it already. Yeah. And I thought I would start the conversation with something we've actually been kind of touching on the past few podcasts now in regards to the controversy with YouTube and YouTube Kids. Okay, the this is like videos. an ongoing. This is like the third day of this. Yeah, now. this is not. It's a big thing, thing guys. It it's, is. Um, it's a it's a really big deal right now in the community. Yeah, well, and I figured since we've talked about the past few times, it was only right to you know keep people updated with what's going on with that. For so. Sure. This just happened, or at least I just heard about it yesterday. It's almost like something that just came and went, because I've heard almost nothing about it today. But I did a lot of research about it. And for those out there who don't know, there was this video that started to show up on some of the YouTube kids' apps and just YouTube in general called Mm -hmm. Momo. Okay, it sounds cute. And so, yeah, you'd think so. So (laughs) the video, so when I heard about this, I first heard it from mainstream media right so mainstream media was just telling parents hey watch out there's this video with a creepy demon looking girl thing and it's telling kids to basically kill themselves or harm themselves in some way shape or form right oh that's not cute at all that's terrible so when i heard about this i just morbid curiosity i need i need to find this video that people were oh my god adam you watched it i i did watch it so the video itself wasn't that bad so the video is just a picture of this and it does look like a a demon looking girl thing like big giant eyes like long you know the ring that black hair with like like, with this like really stretched almost like Muppet like smile right but it was but it was just a single frame it was a small single frame and the rest of the video was covered with black right 
And it was a child singing something like, Mo, 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 like Momo's gonna get you, like stuff like that, right? But it, it okay, got a little creepy yeah, as hell. It did get a little darker, but nowhere in the actual video did I, I hear anywhere in the song that was like, hey, kill yourself. It was just like Momo's gonna get you, basically, right? Now, was this video titled something else, or was it titled Momo's gonna kill you? So I don't know because the video where I watched the video was like another media site that was like, oh, "Hey, like, look here's the video." I'm sure that if it's for, if it was to get kids, and they probably labeled it something else. Oh yeah, and then you turn I'm it on sure. it's that. Well. So I was reading up more about it to find out where like some of the stuff was coming from and how it was getting through. And I guess the first sighting, most recent sighting of this Momo video was during a Peppy the Pig uh, YouTube video, which is like a Peppy the Pig. It's just a kid's cartoon. Like a legit kid's cartoon. Like a legit kid's cartoon. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like I think it was on Nickelodeon at some point. So someone clipped Momo into that? Yes. So it was like as you were watching this, all of a sudden Peppy the Pig would stop and then this video would come on. Okay. And that actually uh, goes back to what we were seeing the other day about the story about the man who came on to the video yes. and said, hey, you cut your wrist this way, not this way. Super fucking creepy. Well, dude. apparently that was also from another video, but it was just spliced into this kid's cartoon. So there's nobody making kid's cartoons or kid's content and saying like, and then going on there and saying this stuff, they're taking kid content that already exists. And, and they're splicing into it this malicious videos. content. Yeah, yes. well, of course. I figured that's what was going on. Yeah. So... I was reading up more about the Momo thing, and it so the picture that you see, I first thought was like photoshopped, right? Uh, but it's uh, it's not Photoshop. It's actually just the picture of the face of a sculptor by this ja- uh, Japanese sculptor. So there's this Japanese artist oh, okay. made this, and the entire sculpture looks like it has that weird demon-like face, and then it's like. But then the context of it is it's like this half bird, half human hybrid. So when you actually see the sculptor all together, oh weird, you're okay. like, oh, that face kind of looks like a bird's face. So is the legitimate sculpture is that creepy? The legitimate sculpture is like a little on the creepy side, but it is okay. just a, it's a very well known sculpture amongst this but Japanese then they artist. They took that the picture of that real sculpture and they made it creepier. Yes, so they okay, just gotcha. took a picture of the face and they made yeah they did that. Gotcha. So then I found out that this actually wasn't a like a recent anomaly. So I guess this was also uh, a video hoax that was going around last July. Oh, really? And yeah, and they found out that so there there were a lot of things about it again. It was this. Well, well, let me first say this. So the first thing I thought was weird was when I watched the actual video, like I said it was a creepy song, but nowhere in the song was it like, "Hey, go kill yourself, harm so yourself, where they do whatever." So I found out that because it's called the Momo challenge, right? So that means there has to be some kind of, you know, quote-unquote challenge with it right. so the momo challenge is actually i guess there were these numbers so momo was created through whatsapp which is just a third-party text messaging app and i believe it's owned by facebook like the the picture was created by them or the story of momo or momo came from this the whole the whole concept the whole concept okay got gotcha. because all right the i'm just mo- trying to stay stay with you here yeah so the <laughs> momo challenge was like tagged with these different numbers that you could text through whatsapp and you would be texting quote unquote momo oh okay gotcha so then momo would respond to you right oh okay gotcha. All right. so you 
you would go and Momo would just start sending you. There's actually YouTubers who do this challenge just to see if they get responses from these numbers, what exactly it is. And I was watching a few of those. And a lot of it's just this, oh, I am Momo. But a lot of them also know the person's name. They know, uh, like, personal information about them. So it has people believing that this Momo hoax is actually just hackers basically trying to get people's information through these apps, right? Right. It's it's like one of those, the second you text them, well, you've given them the gate to get your information. That would make sense. Well, then Momo calls you. Uh Uh-oh. FaceTimes you. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So it's funny. The first YouTuber I watched who did this was like, fuck this shit. And just hung up and, you know, stopped the challenge. Was like, I'm not doing that shit. Another one answered it. Of course someone answered it, Adam. There's always someone who Uh, answered the phone. Of course there is. And thank God they did. And this was the creepy part. So there was like this, the head of Momo, right? Uh And some... Some way, somehow, somebody created this like head of Momo and was able to basically get it to talk. So its mouth was moving, its eyes would like twitch and move and everything. You can tell it's fake, but the point is they're able to get this face to move. And remember, this was something for kids, right? This was something they're trying to get kids to do. So... And this thing that you're FaceTiming is definitely telling you to like kill yourself or the specific one that I saw was oh, it would say in this like creepy voice like put the knife up to your neck and push put the knife up to your neck and that push that is insane yeah Adam. that's dude. totally crazy creepy as fuck dude and the conversation would always start with this person giving them information about them to be like hey I know who you are like the first girl I watched was literally like is this really Momo and the person wrote back and was like, is this really Gina, whatever her last name was? And then just started listing off this personal information about See, her. See, that's interesting because the first thing, like I, as an adult, I try to dissect it logically. Right. Right. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, someone got some, you know, amateur AI program that can take the information from your cell phone, you right. know, your name, your address, stuff like that, whatever you have in your cell phone and can write sentences with it. Right. But it's actually like descriptively answering the particular questions. Yeah. So that makes me think that it's like a person who's doing it, right? And I think it is. Which totally could be. But if it's this big challenge that went viral, there would be like thousands of people doing it. Right. So how the fuck is one or even 10 people keeping up with all those messages? Well, here's what I think happened. So I do remember when this girl was trying to find the challenge, you know, and find these numbers that you can contact. There were several different sites with several different numbers posted saying this is the number you contact for the Momo challenge. This number. Oh, the so there thing. must have been a thing like so you can be a participant. You can like be Momo or Maybe. something. Maybe. So she was so she actually text messaged a couple of them first. And on the WhatsApp, it'll have little check marks next to the text message that you sent. And if those text messages turn blue, it means that the person on the other end has opened your, at least opened your messaging Oh, I fucking hate that. Google does that shit too. It's terrible. Yeah. So WhatsApp also does it. Oh, I hate that. 
And so there were a couple that she went to and was like, hi, is this Momo? Nothing. No response. No blue check mark. No nothing. Then there was other ones that she went to where she would write and the blue check marks would show up, but no response. No nothing. So it wasn't until her like fourth or fifth number that she tried where she got through and somebody was responding. So what I think actually ended up happening is probably at first when this happened, when somebody got this bright, bright idea to do this, it was just one person. There was one number out there. And I'm sure you had other trolls who were like, well, I could fucking do that. In fact, I could take it one step further. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm a fucking FaceTime people. And then that happens, right? And then somebody else so is like, well, do, I can do that too. Do we know of any cases where someone took it a little too far and actually like, kidnapped someone? Or has anyone actually been harmed? So that's, that's where kind of this, this hoax kind of lies. Because last July... Um, I guess it was more prominent because at first, like, I th- I believe, I could be wrong about this, but I believe this was, like, the first case where Momo speaks English. So last, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Is, is Momo bilingual? Well, last year, these messages would come through, but it was either in Spanish or Portuguese. So Interesting. I thought for sure you were going to say, like, Japanese. No. So it, it was actually, there were cases in Argentina and Portugal where this Momo thing was becoming this viral challenge that people were doing. And there were cases mm-hmm. of young kids, anywhere 13 and younger, killing themselves. And there were articles that oh, said that correlated their suicide with the Momo challenge, but there hasn't actually been any evidence supported to say that's why they did it, right? Dude, that's terrible. But because it happened around the same time, there were these articles that came out and said, oh, it's absolutely, like, causing it. You know what the whole thing, this whole Momo thing reminds me of? Hmm. Um, is the the last thing like this I can remember was a thing called Slenderman. I Slenderman, love Slenderman. Slenderman. Do you, have you heard, you've heard of that. Oh, okay. I love Slenderman. So listen, he was a little bit after my time. I was a little bit older when, when the Slenderman thing got big, okay? But... I was like old enough to read the news and stuff, and it got uh-huh. to a point where it got into the news because there was actually some deaths involved. Well, with one Slenderman. specifically, but yeah, one specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you probably know a little bit more about the whole story than I do. Oh, I um, followed it. So what really What was that all about? So the whole thing, and, and just to let people know who Slenderman is, Slenderman started as a. Uh, it actually started as a contest to see if people, it was a Photoshop contest of couldn't you take the old photos and put some like ghost or something in there, right? Doctor the photos to make it look like there's a ghost or something, right? Okay. So somebody, uh, I don't know if they won the contest, but these pictures of, you know, the alleged Slender Man, remember the old like black and white photos? Oh, yeah. And you would see, yeah, so like your t- famous... He was like this really long, elongated, shadowy, yeah, he black was like, figure. He's a tall, like a tall, tall man, like 12 feet tall, no face, and always wears a suit, right? Always wears a but suit. But he has the ability to create like branches from yeah, his body. Yeah, he can kind of like yeah. turn into a tree, which is weird. Yeah. I'm not sure. Where, well, because he's a foresty thing. You or it's go almost in the like, forest yeah. to talk. It's like he can blend in with the trees is what it is. And the whole point is he comes and he kills. He's like the boogeyman. Yeah. He's the boogeyman for Generation Z. Specifically kids. Specifically. Okay, but anyway, go on. So where where did he come from? So the – so he came from these these doctored photos and then – do you remember the creepy pasta? Did you ever listen to creepy pasta? Creepy pasta. Yeah, so there no. it's this site that literally, <laughs> and they were a YouTube channel for a little bit, 
And they literally just, they shared basically ghost and monster stories. That sounds like fun. And they always had somebody, a really good narrator narrating them. And you could just sit there and listen to them and freak yourself out. But they never like took it too far or anything. It was just good fun. Oh, no, 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 Good fun. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, sounds great. Yeah, it was all very obviously fake. And it turned into making, they made short films about some of their stuff and things like that. But it became these photos turned into, you know, these stories that kept coming up and up. And then somebody took one of these stories and put it on Creepypasta. Uh, and then it just blew up from there. So right? he went. So Slenderman came came from Creepypasta. Yes, okay, essentially. Gotcha. Or That's least, like the forum that he was created yeah. on. Specifically, he's he's like one of the first like urban mythos to be generated from like the internet. Is so he Western? Is internet. he from America, or was he created in like Japan or something? I guess it just depends who made these photos, but I don't think okay. anybody really knows. So he's knows not he's not them. specifically yeah. from any but, culture. Uh, but I would yeah, but I would say if you had to give him culture, it'd be America because I think okay. that's where he generated or popularity wise. So Slenderman got big, the story of him, and it started to become like a fan fiction sort of thing, right? People yeah. started to kind of create the story of him. Yeah, on exactly. Their own. Uh, one specifically was there was a YouTuber called. Uh, I can't remember the name. I know the the word hornet was in their uh, well, name. Maybe better but, not to call anyone out. Yeah, well, they were good. I, I really enjoyed them. Oh, okay. So well, so what they did was they kind of created this. Oh, Marble Hornet is Marble what it was Hornet. Called. Shout out, brother. <laughs> so they created these series of videos and played them off like they were real of a teenager who is slowly being affected by Slender Man and kind of documenting his experiences and just like his slow fall into madness, right? But it was fake. It was very fake. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But um, but again, just launched the popularity of Slender Man again. So Slender Man is, of course, we've talked about, you just said the modern day boogeyman, you know, comes, takes, uh, doesn't kill kids, specifically kidnaps kids, right? Kidnaps, oh, that's great. And, uh, but there was this case that happened Jeez, back in I want to say 2012 or 2013, where there were these where this young girl I believe she was 11 or 12 at the time and she stabbed her and her friend stabbed another a third friend in the forest. They brought her into the forest and did it. It was in a bathroom. It was in a bathroom. I thought it was in the forest. No, maybe I'm thinking of another case. A, maybe, maybe you are. There's definitely a forest case that had to do with Slenderman. But I, I do know. Okay, but this one was a bathroom. This particular one, huh? case was a bathroom. So the whole story was this girl had this basically had this best friend, right? Who in the best friend just kind of trailed along with her, right? She wasn't like okay. the alpha of the two. She was the reacher. She was, yeah. Okay, that's and, okay. <laughs> it's okay to be that. And they, so she basically coerced her into the situation where it was them two and. And another young friend and they were like at a park and it was one of those bathrooms like those public bathrooms at the parks oh gotcha and so they go in there and then the one girl stabbed her i think both of them to all together stabbed this person like 24 times this oh, young girl geez, my yeah. god that's crazy and the controversy around it was when obviously they were confronted about this murder this girl said the girl said that slender man Told her to do it? Yeah. They said Slender Man came to her and told her to do it. Do you know what happened? Did she get away with it? Yeah. No way. She didn't get away with it. They both both went to jail. However, so they made a documentary actually about these two girls that just came out last year. Yeah. And what's interesting is so the girl who who was like the mastermind of it all, right? The fucking ringleader? Yeah. She was actually schizophrenic. 
Oh no. But she was so young to where it was just one of those things that, you know, parent the parents could tell that there was, you know, maybe just something an act going of imagination. on. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. But you know But then when she was in custody, they did more te- and found exactly. out that she really She's, was Yeah. So she did see Slender Man. Oh no, Sl- Slenderman really did make her do it. Slender Man just, you know, oh, was just fuck, her mind. Dude, that's yeah. really creepy and weird yeah there are a lot of those creepy things out there dude. did we have like a did we have a boogeyman when we were growing up was there i i don't think so you know where i think a lot of these really crazy ones are coming from you know mm. where i think it stems from where um saw so ever oh. since the saw movies came out okay because saw was like saw and hostile those and okay. but Hostel's a little bit more obscure. Not a lot of people have seen that one. Right. Saw's very very mainstream. Right. Okay, but they're the both the same kind of movie. They're like, there was this weird phenomenon like eight or twelve years ago that was like these torture movies uh-huh. where people were really fascinated with all the different ways that you could fucking torture someone to death. Yeah. Or in the case of Saw, how much you could torture yourself. Right. Oh, that was yeah. even more fascinating. <laughs> you had to just, and sometimes they got away. Yeah. And, we all, as a society, for a few years, like decided we're not going to judge each other for this. It's uh-huh. just cool to watch this, <laughs> right? And we're just going to kind of like get our rocks off on all this crazy torture, right? And ever since then, that I can realize now you have these really weird, demonic, like um, kill yourself things going on. Yeah, you have these slender mans and these fuck it now this this Momo thing. And yeah, I think it stems back to the saw and particularly the little saw doll, like right a cutesy figure telling you to do horrible things mm-hmm. is very chic right now. Oh yeah, well and to go off of more of what you were saying about the things that we were just into or that was coming to be when we were younger. Cause like things like saw specifically, you know, the reason why I think saw had such an influence is because when our parents were growing up, what they had Jason, Mike Myers, Freddie, right. All of these, sure. you know, main ones. Right. So eventually though, you're going to have new Kings. So and I think yeah, Saw but was Saw kind is no of longer the... a horror movie. There's no there's no anticipation. There's no oh, you're right. jumping out of your seat. It's literal just you know, it's it well, scratches that itch. It's something that's terrible that you're never allowed to look at, but for this two hours you can indulge in it. Well, Saw did the same thing that I would argue that even the King of Horrors did at first. You I mean you can go back and watch, you know, the first nightmare and the, they were all scary movies, but I then they kind of became just slasher flicks. The first Saw movie where they're in the bathroom is a horror and they're tight. That was an excellent actually really mind-boggling like movie yes that was fantastically done and i think that's what led the the doors to all the other saws oh absolutely i think the other saws were an afterthought mm-hmm. and kind of came up as as money grabbers right and then they got away with it once and they're like oh fuck we can just torture people for two hours <laughs> right you know it's like porn and torture are the two things that the brain is super curious about dude yeah so but the first one, you're right. The first one was a really thrilling, interesting horror movie. Yeah. The only real, like, terrible, disgusting part is when he, like, sawed his arm off or whatever. Oh, yeah. Foot or whatever. Like, that's been done in lots of movies. Yeah. So I agree. The first one came out that way, but then it totally went into left field of oh, just yeah. becoming, like, 
but horrible. That, but that's what I'm saying. I could make that same argument with like the Halloween movies, the Nightmare on Elm Street. You movies. think for our parents, they thought that way about those? Well, I think even if you go back and watch them now, like if you go back and watch the first Friday the Thirteenth movie, that was like a legit horror movie. And then it was just kind of hack and slash and then, after that. Yeah, after that, hack and slash, exactly. And I think Saw You're was right. the same thing. It's just the one of our generation. You know, they had Jason and, uh, you know, and Mike Myers and stuff. We got Jigsaw. You know, that's Jigsaw. what we got. I don't know. I just feel like Jigsaw, particularly that character, the little mm-hmm. puppet guy, paved the way for, like, have you heard of the game um, Five Nights at Freddy's? Oh, yes. I remember right. those. So, again, it's a little, it's, it's a cutesy, like, toy shop, like, right. stuffed bear guy who mm-hmm. comes and he kills you. He tortures you to death and stabs you and shit. And you're in, like, I guess the whole premise of the first games, I never played them. But I guess you, you had, like, security cameras. You were a yeah, guy were watching security room. cameras. Yeah. And the toys would come alive to come and fucking kill you. And you had to, like, escape the toys. Right. right. It was, like, this horror thing. Yes. So, again, it's a little cutesy figure mm-hmm. who is turned into something terrible right and i i don't know it just reminds me of jigsaw i no i mean you are right i i mean when you really think about it because even when you go back farther and i don't know if you ever remember this but do you remember a little internet show called happy tree friends happy tree no okay so this was something that I didn't get out much as a kid. So this well, this was a very inside thing. <laughs> <laughs> so this so this was something that was showed to me when I was I want to say twelve or thirteen. Super were you, young. Were you too young to see this? Whatever it is. That's yes. Y- y- yeah. Okay, so what is it? So <laughs> it's so it looks like from the outside a cutesy cartoon. There's there's this cutesy little yellow bunny named Happy the Bunny, okay. and there's like a beaver. Like there's like actual characters in this, right? So far, so now, so when I had a friend who showed me Happy Tree Friends in one of these little five minute episodes of Happy Tree Friends, first initial thought: Why the fuck are you showing me a cartoon? Yeah. But their market was to be look like a cutesy cartoon. And just be filled with blood and gore that these cartoon characters get themselves into because of them being cute. Okay, I I got you. So very like robot chicken esque. Oh, very like much gorier. Oh, more gorier than that. So much blood, Matthew. Cartoon blood. And like, and it wasn't like they went out of their way to try to make the cartoons like turn from cute to disturbing. They were still cute. They're just killing each other or getting themselves. So one particular one that I remember off the top of my head was there was this blue moose and this blue moose went to like chop down a tree or something. Oh, it's not good already. And the tree fell on his foot. Oh, that's okay. Right? Not what I thought was going to happen. So the moose can't move the fucking tree. He can't fucking get away. He's calling for help. Nobody's able to help him. And all he has, for some reason, is a fucking spoon, Matthew. A spoon? A spoon. He doesn't have the axe he just chopped the tree down with? Well, I guess it's out of his reach or something. I remember oh, him fuck. using a spoon for this particular okay. incident. He's got a spoon. And this doesn't sound like it's going to go well. No. So, and it's literally, he just starts hacking away at his foot with this spoon to try to get himself free 
from this tree. It sounds terrible. Adam. It is horrible. It was a fucking horrible <laughs> thing to watch. So where did this come from? And this was a show you could go online and watch. Yeah, it was HappyTreeFriends.com. Oh, it was a website. Oh yeah. Oh, back before YouTube, they, you had to go to. They websites. had a theme song. You could go to dude, and they were a thing. If you went, I remember Hot Topic for a while. You could go to Hot Topic, and they would sell shirts with like Happy the Bunny. On him or something, on him or something like that. And, and this is when we were kids. This is when we were kids. Yes. So that kind of would be one of the first instances yeah. of uh, bringing children into not even horror, just being grotesque. Yeah. Well, and that's why it was interesting what you said because I never really thought about the correlation. But yeah, if you look at a lot of in our generation, what's considered you know scary or these you know new kings well, of horror, so to speak. Our parents never did. The only thing they really had that even got close to kids and death was Chucky. Yes. Right. They had Chuck, who was a doll who came to life and get, but he killed adults. Right. Chucky didn't really take out too many kids. Right. Okay. It wasn't until I guess it was our generation who first came up with let's start taking out kids. And then the Zers were like, we're going to roll with this shit. Well, and the creepiest thing about that is the movies aren't even like the, the Slender Man's not even is not even killing kids. Right. He's just kidnapping kids. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. And I guess it's go, slightly better. But my point is, though, all of the like Jigsaw is not killing kids. Right. Jigsaw was killing adults. The creepiest thing about this is these horror things that are being created now are literally targeted at communicating with children to yeah. get them to hurt or kill themselves. That's the weirdest part about it. I don't understand where the incentive comes from. The person creating that, like, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I guess nobody understands it. They're I mean, obviously my, sick in the head. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, mentally disturbed, you know. But, I mean, there's always been the boogeyman, dude. But mm -hmm. it, it really got taken to the next level. Well, I think you have people out there who are just just that they're mentally disturbed. They were something happened to them as kids. It's like what they say about like people who grow up and end up like molesting children. Usually they were molested when they were a kid, right? That's uh that's usually a commonality amongst people who do that. Yes. So it's the same thing with people who are doing disturbing things like this. Something somewhat along the same lines happened to them when they were a kid, but we just now have the means. They have the means now to communicate that you know, disdain in a different way. I think that that is true. And what helps a lot, what helps those people to really target kids and get their, you know, this terrible message across is that we inherently have this weird curiosity with anything that's like morbid. Like the yeah. brain is, the brain is super duper interested in sex mm -hmm. and it's super duper interested in death. And all the different ways death can happen. and Because nobody dies, like really, really dies, done, and then comes back and tells us about it. Right. So it's this mystery, right? It's, it's this great mystery of death. Mm -hmm. And you're not allowed to, to execute the action of death. You're not allowed to kill people. You right. know what I mean? That's not allowed. So actually, I've, I've seen like TED Talks and read things about your brain – kind of earns for what it doesn't do so if you are a person who's single for like mm -hmm. years and years and years you're, you'll start to actually want to watch like romantic movies because okay. when you see the people like kissing and stuff on screen 
when your brain watches two people kissing, it mm-hmm. literally gets the sensation as if you are kissing someone. Right. Obviously, your lips don't, your skin doesn't, but the same receptors go off in your brain as if you're mm-hmm. doing it. Same thing if you're a couch potato, right. you'll love action movies. Because yeah. you, when you're watching the bullets flying and the people in the war, it gives you the adrenaline around, you need. Your brain is going yeah. off and firing as if you're doing that. Right. So we're not allowed to partake in death, but we can watch it. You right. know what I mean? And it, it, it tickles our brain. It scratches that itch. Mm-hmm. Particularly children who are curious and trying to figure out, they want answers to everything. Right. And death is one thing that adults can't answer very well. Yeah. So they're super interested. They're also super interested in, like, God, too. Right. Because adults can't explain it. Right. You know what I mean? Anything adults can't explain, they get really fascinated in. So yeah. it's easy to target them with this kind of... Um, imagery and videos because mm-hmm. they're already biologically they're built to be interested to be fascinated by that stuff. Right. So just that they're an easy target. Oh yeah. And I I think a reason why we're so fascinated with not not even something as as far on the scale as like torture or death, but even just like you were mentioning action movies is I think we as a human species too, and we've just seen this in our history, and even now, you know, we we are essentially a violent species, you know, and I believe in a time in which that we are doing more, uh, I don't know, I I think just as you said, it's an an itch to scratch. Everybody, they can't participate in some of these like outlandish things or whatnot, whether they think about it or not, but they can watch a movie and see something else. You know, it's why maybe there's some people who are more obsessed with horror movies than other people I are. Think, I think every single person is curious about torture and death. Mm-hmm. But I think the vast majority of us uh-huh. choose to not go down that road. Well, we, of course. We consciously make the choice to not watch the, that imagery. And so, right. But I think the people who do mm-hmm. choose to watch it, who break that choice who say, I'm just going to watch it once. Right. I really think there's a, a strong desensitization, desensitizing that goes on in right. your brain with death. I think your brain is very good at coping with mm-hmm. death when when it's presented to it. Right. Um, you hear stories of people who are in plane crashes, and in those last 30 seconds, you know, I, almost everyone will tell you death is not scary. When it actually gets presented to you, you start to think about your life. You start shit slows down. Like biologically, your brain is built to be very cool with death. Right. So it's that's part of the reason why it's why I think it's so fascinating to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that it's it's already built in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's just we're just fascinated with the unknown. And I think when it just comes down, I mean, just with death, even with things like torture and stuff like that, that's all still the unknown, right? So it's, yeah, it's it's people are weird. <laughs> if there's any, if there's any <laughs> weird and unusual things, it all comes back to people, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I definitely think that we all have have those thoughts, though. We just a lot of us choose to not, you know, partake in it. Oh yeah, I think I think that's natural. I think it's just a almost a coping mech- maybe not maybe coping's not the right word but just a way to uh... it's naughty anything that's naughty yeah. people like to like to do <laughs> yeah. i'm not supposed to do that so i want to try it not <laughs> that you want to try torturing something but right, 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 the right, more right. naughty something is the more it's like a train wreck right. you know it's bad but you got to watch it yeah you know what i mean that's true 
I don't know. I'm 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 curious to see what what new monsters and stuff that we come up with later. Um, with the, with the internet too, though, kind of segueing into this story I read about about a year ago that I wanted to mention because I thought it was super interesting and it's probably the most compelling and I use that word lightly video and story that I've heard about this and it's time travel about somebody who actually claimed that they time traveled. Oh, you're kidding. Now, so what made this... Oh my God, enlighten me, Adam. Yeah. So <laughs> the story is very like far-fetched, of course. You're this kidding. Is, this no, is why <laughs> This no. is why I said the word compelling, I use it lightly, is so this guy Let's claimed... Let's hear him out, folks. Give him a chance. Give so, him a chance. So this guy claimed that he was like fixing a pipe under his sink, right? So like the cupboards under the sink, you know. Oh my and god, like some Narnia shit. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go some ahead. fucking Narnia oh, shit. Oh no. And so he was down there. <laughs> Somehow some fucking wormhole or something opened up and he found what himself the in the future and he was talking like he met and was talking with his older self. Was he under the sink in the future? Yeah, like he crawled out of like he under like, the sink. Under the sink. He yeah. went in, went into a wormhole, yes. came out, was in the future. Yes. I love it. Okay. Yes. What did he do? So and he said he <laughs> met himself from the future. And like he so this was like he had a some fucking it was older phones, right? So he had some uh-huh. blurry video of him like with some guy, right? Okay. But then like one thing they were showing was the guy had tattoos on his arm. And the older guy that this guy was with that he claimed was, you yeah. know, his future self. Right. They both held out their arms together and they all had the same tattoos in the same places. Okay. Now, could that be just two fucking guys who got tattoos or fake tattoos or whatever the same is? Of course. But this is... There's no way that that's stencils and spray paint. There's oh, no yeah, way that no they way made two stencils and spray painted the same part of their arm. But... That was just one of the weirder instances I've How heard. How the fuck is that compelling? As Where's for... the compelling part, Adam? What was the tattoo part? The tattoo was the compelling part? Sure. Really? It was? Sure. Do you open for interpretation? I had so much higher expectations of that. Just knowing well, what you personally. what the fuck were you expecting from a time-traveling well, story? I don't know. Shame <laughs> on me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> when you're well, listening to your friend who's telling you, I have a compelling story about time travel. And then he goes, I know, I know. It's a little weird, but it made me I think. I just told you. I used the I word compelling lightly. I just Very told lightly, you. apparently. Very lightly was the word I fucking used. Were we not listening to that Jesus. part? There was nothing compelling about that story at all. It was just a fucking story. The topic today is weird and unusual happenings. That just happens to be one I fucking read about. What's yours? Do, <laughs> Go for it. Let's hear well, the story. Jesus, it's not a competition, Adam. <laughs> Jesus, Matthew. Just fucking you... enjoy the fucking story. Okay, I'm sorry. Shame Jesus. on me. You're right. Go for it. What we got? Do you do you think that that guy legitimately thought that he went to the future? Do you think in his <sighs> brain he no. really believed he went to the future? No. No. Not at all. No. I think when he was telling this story, he just, like... Do you think halfway through the story, he's like, fuck, abandoned ship, but he couldn't, he went too far. He's like, now I have to tell everyone. Yeah, so what I think happened was, I think this guy posted (laughs) 
some video telling some bullshit story, right? And maybe he even meant it to be bullshit, right? But somebody took it seriously. Oh, no. And then he had to... So then all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, now this person wants to talk to me. Okay. Oh, now this person wants to pay me to talk to me, right? And then he, like, got addicted to it. He got his 15 minutes. Yeah. He couldn't give it up. Exactly. And I think, dude, there's a lot of stories. Have you seen that picture that goes around? It's like an old picture of like the Titanic, right? Uh-huh. And it was like people about to board the Titanic or something. And if so you it was look, still floating. Yeah, it was still floating. <laughs> okay. So, and if you if you look amongst the crowd, there's a gentleman standing there that has a haircut, like a very modern day haircut, right? And he's wearing like Ray Ban like it looks like he's wearing like Ray Bands or some shit, right? Okay. And he's like wearing just like a black t shirt. Like looks like he's just totally out of place, right? Uh-huh. But like that's one of those pictures that always floats around and people are like, Oh, see, here's the time travel. You know what that just made me think of? Hmm. Okay. So do you think people like two hundred years from now are gonna look back at pictures and see like Lady Gaga and they're gonna be like, Holy fucking shit, it's a time traveler. She's a fucking alien. Look at look at her dress. Look at how she dresses. And then they're gonna find like old DVDs of like the Hunger Games. Right. And they're gonna be like, "Holy shit! People used to dress like this and look all crazy makeup <laughs> so like this." I've had these conversations before, and the funniest, <laughs> the funniest fucking thing that I could see happening is is there being some group that practices a Harry Potter religion? Right. Right. Like oh god. Like all of a sudden somebody. Thousands of years down the they line, rebuild the great, are going the great to school. Yes, they're going to find <laughs> these fucking Harry Potter books. They're going to read them, and they're going to think this is fucking like religious doctrine. <laughs> and Dumbledore is going to be fucking God, and they're Voldemort's going to be the devil. Oh yeah, they're going to find sticks and say we believe this was Harry's wand. We found it in what used to be Britain. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, think I, of all the knows? wrong shit we think of now. That's that's funny. That's really funny. So, totally left field, but we're talking about odd things today. So, right. um, what's your opinion? It's interesting. I, I'm kind of on the fence about this one here. I don't know how I feel. Okay. What do you think about psychics? Okay. So, and let me specify. Not I'm not talking about speaking with the dead. Okay. At all. I'm zero percent that. I'm talking about reading the future and or reading your mind. Okay. Okay. So in regards to like, I don't, at least I personally don't know or have heard of any cases as far as the like reading the mind or predicting the future thing. Although, I mean, you can bring up Nostradamus and I'm sure there's people now. Well, he he was uh he always wrote about things from the future. He's supposed to be the one who predicted nine oh, eleven yeah, and stuff. Kinda, yeah, okay, you gotcha. know, like predicted helicopters and shit, awarded it differently, just shit like that. <laughs> Which I don't know how much I believe in that stuff. I think that's all just maybe he open. just talked in fortune cookie talk all the time. Well, and that's so what it's it easy is. to interpret it for anything. Well, like one of the things, not to get too far off track, but I know one of the things about Nostradamus was he he apparently like predicted helicopters but the way he described helicopters was these giant like metal birds with like four wings you know so so then people read that and interpret it as helicopters you know as far as like today people who can read minds and or tell the future i'm not so sure about that stuff but 
I do know there are cases and even video recorded cases of super sidekicks is what they call them in China. Uh, super psychics? Yeah. Or super sidekicks? Super sidekicks. <laughs> super psychics. Yes. Like, I can read your mind. Super, super read your minders. Yes, but they don't refer okay. to it as reading mind. They're, it's more cases of, like, telekinetic kind of stuff. Oh, brain power. Brain power kind of stuff. But they call them, I, China pegged the term, and they call them super psychics. Uh, I can believe some of that. Some of those monks and shit, dude. Yeah, well, there was one video I saw... That was this news crew, and the news crew was from somewhere in East Asia, right? So nobody's speaking English. But they're apparently talking to this, like, this monk who I guess doesn't, didn't, at least at the time, didn't look like he practiced anymore, but just, you know, at least years ago did practice under them. And there were talks about this shaman being able to do, you know, like, unreal things, like, out-of-this-world things, but... One of the things with if you're part of these monk societies, you can't show it to anybody. Nobody, if you do, nobody can videotape it. Like they're very secretive about that stuff. Okay. So, but this particular video was like this. He was like, "Fuck him! I'm gonna show you anyway." Yeah. Nice. All right. And uh, and I believe they met up with him again, and he actually had to like stop because the people, his like master or whatnot, was like, "You have to come back and practice more. You've obviously lost your way." But I'll get into that oh, in a second. Like, you got me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so this particular guy, he was showing things, and they had this on camera. Where, like, he went up to, like, one of the newswomen that was there and, like, put his hand up against her stomach and just held it there. His hand shook a little bit. And, dude, it, it looked like somebody just, like, punched this girl in the stomach. You know, wow. she didn't, she didn't like, writhe back into pain. No, she, but there was know. a red spot there, like, without No, not a red her. spot. Like, her stomach indented. Oh, shit. Like, it looked like, like he actually pushed, an invisible like, hand some... went, oh, pushed wow. on the stomach and pushed back. I totally believe it. And then he did something where they took up a wadded piece of newspaper and they put it on the ground and he, the guy put his hand just like a couple inches above this newspaper and his hand started to shake and this thing started to catch on fire. Damn. Just like slowly and gradually. Now, there was another case and those were, I think, the two things that happened in that video. Now, then there was a case of much better, like, high-definition footage. I think it was even something that was on Netflix at one point where they went to go, these people that were just doing that, they were, I think they were doing a documentary on just weird and unusual things, and they came across this shaman and asked if he could do some things for him. And I can't remember exactly what it was he was doing, but I remember it was shit like, you've never even seen a magician do this shit. Right. You know, like, just out of this world kind of stuff. And then... You saw that, and then they were basically like the next – a day went by, and the people who were doing the documentary said we wanted to meet with him again. But he said that his master from this monk monastery or wherever he trained said, like, you've lost your way. Like, you've you've uh, broken the rules, basically. Yeah. You have to come back. Punished. Yeah. Wow. And so they couldn't see him again. Dude, I totally believe it. So I'll tell you what. My my philosophy with psychics and mind reading and stuff is I think that our brains, so our whole body has electricity in them, right? Right. And the way that a computer works uh-huh. is that it transfers information through electricity. 
okay? Right. Electricity goes through wires, and in those, in that electricity are the files and the sh is the information. Right. And at the end of the wire, it can you can read it on a screen. Right. Right. So we know that information can be moved as energy. Now we know that you can do that without wires. Right. We know that you can do Wi-Fi. Right. Mm -hmm. You could hook up. You can do Bluetooth, and you can send information wirelessly. Right. So I literally believe in the force. Okay. Not Yoda and lightsabers and shit, but I literally believe that there is the air around us is more of like a fluid. It's more of like a uh, a jelly, if you will. Like there's there's actually consistency to it enough that those waves can transfer from person to person. And yeah. I think that your brain can pick up um, electricity. From other people, I think, and I, in that electricity, you can actually get information. I That's think why we, I think we've actually proven that that is an actual thing. Well, I don't know if we've proven down to like having the same thought. Well, not not so, down to having the same thought. No, but we I do believe know that that's frequencies what can I, go I believe in like collective consciousness. I right. think that's what that is. Mm -hmm. So when you're sitting on the couch and you go out of the blue, like, man, I haven't had apple pie in a long time. Right. You know, we never fucking talk about apple pie. And you go, dude, I was just remembering my grandma's apple pie. Mm -hmm. Like, that's so – that happens to all of us pretty often. Right? Oh, what a coincidence, right? <laughs> right. So there's two theories. There's collective consciousness, mine, mm -hmm. that we're actually communicating with electricity with each other. And then there's also a theory that is um, – oh, how do I explain it well? So certain objects – and certain things that will happen in the room around us mm -hmm. will set off the same memory for both those people. So right. maybe a Fuji Apple commercial came on TV and we didn't even recognize it, but we both heard it in the background mm -hmm. as we're on our phones. So now both of our brains heard Fuji Apple, you start to think of your grandma, I start to think of apple pie, we both, one of us said something and all of a sudden it's collective consciousness. Right. So those are the two theories. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the latter, like the Apple theory, that, that does happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I think most of the time, we literally can communicate with each other with the electricity. Well, we actually have, there's some correlative evidence that exists out there that says that collective consciousness is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And I believe they first saw this with a breed of monkey or chimpanzee one of those but it was just this thing where like this these group of chimpanzees for years didn't know how to do something there was something they just didn't know how to do right right and then all of a sudden these scientists on this side of the world were observing them and all of a sudden saw oh they figured it out and then all of a sudden the not too long later yeah we're doing the same stuff Bro, and that's then before a real you knew thing, it though. yeah so there's actually a theory and this is why they say that in South America, you find pyramids, uh -huh. and in the Middle East, you find pyramids. And those two sections were never touching each other anywhere near the times when they were building pyramids. Right. So how the fuck did they both get the idea to do that? There's actually a theory that after a certain number, a certain mm -hmm. percentage of a species figures something out, there's a great enlightenment. The right. whole species will all of a sudden, not in one day, right, right, but will right. all of a sudden in a very short period of time figure it out as well. Mm -hmm. So there was a case of birds, and I believe it was in England. Uh -huh. um, oh, and I want to get this right. So they had it had something to do with the milkman. 
so the milkman would bring the milk bottles to your doorway every uh-huh. day, right? And whatever the tops of the milk was made out of, the birds figured out that they could peck through it and get to the milk, right, and drink the milk. So they they changed the tops of the milk containers to something else that the birds couldn't get through as easily. Uh-huh. And they found that after a while, in one neighborhood, there was some birds who figured out they could peel it off. Instead of pecking through it, they could peel it. Right. And before long, all within, within like six months, an epidemic again all over the whole Isle of Britain, these birds were getting into the milk again. And so there, there really is a sound theory that like it only takes so much and then there's this great enlightenment. The whole species right. gets it. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Oh, it's very neat. So what are spe- – just because I was I was trying to think of specific cases, can you think of any specific cases where that's happened to like the human species and we've actually been able to – like something very definite where it's happened? Like Where we can totally prove it? Well, I think one of the best ones is the pyramids, right? It, right it's certainly right, – right. you can't like definitively prove it, but it fills a lot of the blanks. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I, I guess I was referring to something more like contemporary, more modern, that, where maybe that's happened. Well, you'd have to go back far in time. It had to be something that came to be back in time right. when communication was harder. Because uh-huh. now, if anything like that happens now, that everyone's sure going to blame viral, it on right. communication. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it it's hard to say that that's the case anymore. Right. But um, I don't know, because then there's also the argument, okay, that – did you know that when the first white people, first travelers came to America, mm-hmm. that the the Native Americans hadn't invented the wheel yet? All they had was fire. Yeah, I've heard that, but yeah. Uh, they hadn't invented the wheel. They uh-huh. hadn't come up with the concept of farming. That Like, no one's dissing anyone. You know, it's per- they were living happy lives. They were living their best life. It was great. But well, didn't they teach the settlers how to farm? Wasn't that like the thing the Native Americans contributed? So I don't think that the Native Americans were ever known to uh, like stop cultivate. and stay somewhere and like farm the same place year after year. I oh, think they gotcha. were const- they always moved around. Okay, I don't know of any great Northern America Native American cities. Right, I think they all traveled around a lot. They might have stopped and made, you know, grew some vegetables or whatever, but right, they never right. hung out there. Um, so if it was the case that you had these great enlightenments, uh-huh. then why did that part of the world never get the wheel? You yeah. know what I mean? Or was it the case that they just got wiped out so many times that they forgot about it every time? You know, they restart so much or right. who knows? So that kind of disproves the uh, the argument a little bit too. Right. So, you know, I guess well, and I, I guess at this point too, it, it will be hard to tell because, like you said, with the internet and social yeah, media now, you know, you just, you, know, you, just you have an idea or you know how to do something. You just go, "Hey, everybody, check out what I'm doing here." Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, nowadays communication is super easy. It didn't used to be that easy. No, it used to take yeah. days and days to get a message somewhere. Right. So. My, how far we have come. How far we've come. Well, we are about at our hour now. Oh, man. We filled a whole hour with strange things. We filled the whole hour. Again, didn't even get to all the topics. Uh, we never do. We, we never were, do, do we? We were going to get to taboos, but we'll save that for later. Yeah, maybe we'll do a separate podcast on taboos. I guess there are a lot of taboos out there. You definitely could do a whole podcast <laughs> on it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If anyone listens to this 
If you guys drop a little comment down below, nothing fancy, just write the word taboos or write the word yes. And if two or three of you do that, our next podcast will make it about taboos. Yeah. How about that? There you go. I like that. Just drop a comment and also like and subscribe while you're at it. Do that too. You guys are doing that anyway, you guys man. Are doing you guys that fucking anyway. rock. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We always appreciate all of our listeners and we love you all. Again, thank you for all of the new subscribers who uh, may be checking this out. Uh, we really appreciate you subscribing. We're at 57 now. Hope maybe we went up a few while we were podcasting. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but remember, guys, you can find us on all the social media platforms, uh, mainly YouTube. We also have a Facebook and Instagram. We also have a Twitter. Still figuring out Twitter, but we have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's work in progress. Yeah, it's work in progress. And remember, guys, we do still have a GoFundMe page, uh, www.gofundme.com forward slash hardly millennial. Uh, go check it out. Put some money in the jar. All donations are appreciated. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, none of the money goes to Matthew or I. It all goes back into hardly millennial. And any final thoughts, Matthew? I just want to leave you all with a little math equation. Because everyone loves to be left with those. There you go. So here's how it goes. It goes me plus you guys, the viewers, minus Adam, equals <gasps> happiness. Leave, AKA I love you guys. Leave your answers down below. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye.